it's my job to be cute. You can either travel with an all-natural girl and a small one suitcase, or you can travel with your high-maintenance cute wife. And it's your choice. He chose the latter. Allow me to take just a moment to thank today's show sponsor, which is Organifi. You guys know how I feel about Organifi. It is my go-to. In fact, this is so refreshing. I have a glass of ice, fresh water mixed with pure and immunity. It's got just enough citrus. That's two of their products mixed together. I don't know if... Everybody likes the taste of that. I do. I love it. It's like an orange flavor. That's the immunity kind of tastes like orange. And then the pure has a lemony taste. And I mix two of them together. And that way I get everything I need for my immunity, my antiviral, my antifungal. It's just a great way to support your immune system every single day. And then I mix that with my Organifi Pure, which is it's basically all the superfoods that your brain needs to help reach maximum mental performance. In other words, it's what I drink to help me think better, to help my memory, to increase neurogenesis. And get this, this is the other reason why I drink it. Their product is clinically proven to boost BDNF, brain-derived neurotropic factor by up to 142%. Anyways, they've got tons of great products. Whatever your nutritional needs might be lacking or your palate might be craving, Organifi is definitely the company to check out. All right, guys. The cool news, get 20% off all of their products when you use code Chalene. Again, it's Organifi, and I'm going to spell it O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com forward slash Chalene. That's Organifi.com forward slash Chalene, and you get 20% off. In this episode of The Chalene Show, we are answering all of your questions while I get ready regarding travel. Everything from how do we plan our trips, who does the planning, how to pay for them, do we get discounts, what is our favorite places to go, some of the things about organizing our travel, what it's like packing when you are a high-maintenance lady, filling prescriptions, how to get adequate protein, how to stay motivated, organized, and continue running your business, recommendations on our favorite places to travel, thoughts about our favorite excursions, what it was like having our kids here, where we're going next, and so much more. All while I'm getting ready and putting my makeup on with you. I promise I'm just going to say this once for those of you who are just listening on whatever podcast app you're listening to. I just want to remind you that some of the things that I'm talking about, you can actually see them if you're watching on YouTube. And we will always put the link to the YouTube in our show description. But of course, I want you to watch or listen wherever it is convenient for you. First things first, let's get this face on. I know that my face never matches my body because my body is often covered in self-tanner, a little bit of real tan because we've been walking around the south of France and Italy, but my body never matches my face because I am always wearing sunscreen on my face. I do not tan my face. I try not to tan my body very much. I mean, we are traveling and it's sunny and on occasion we'll lay out or we'll be on a boat, etc. I still wear sunscreen but I don't mind if my body gets a little bit of color, but I don't like getting any sun whatsoever on my face because my body's typically covered up. And I think in terms of aging, you just look at the people who have like no wrinkles. <laughs> they are just really prudent about staying out of the sun. Okay, first question was about our supplements. Right now I'm drinking from a water bottle that is filled with my Organifi supplements. As you know, I mix them all together. And this is not an ad for Organifi. Or maybe it is. I don't know. (laughs) 
it's not intended to be an ad for organic but, but I take immunity and I take pure and I mix those two together and I put them in my water bottle. I do sometimes also mix a collagen in there, like one that's just like really good for your skin and hair and nails. But because we're traveling, Brett and I actually even talked about, we're like, there's so much to bring. Like we need to prioritize this. And I honestly thought to myself, like, maybe I don't bring my collagen because maybe I don't want my hair and nails to grow that fast while we're traveling. Because then it's like, I don't have to get my hair highlighted as often. Because like right now the regrowth is, to be honest, it normally grows a lot faster. And I do think it's because I haven't been taking my collagen supplements. And so my hair is growing a little bit slower. And so are my nails. And that's kind of a good thing because I'm not planning on getting my roots done, although I suppose I could if I needed to. I just would rather go back to the States and have my girl do it there. Yes, I have been doing my own nails and I broke one. And girls, you know what I'm about to say. Sometimes when you break a nail, it's like, oh, I'm going to make this nail be my worker bee. And then you just abuse her. Like, oh yeah, you're not going to be a team player? All right, fine. Then you're going to do all the work around here. We're not even going to use any other finger but you, seeing how you just decided to like desert the rest of us. Like this was esprit de corps and you just jumped the shark. All right, then you, you can do everything. And that's kind of like what I'm doing right now. It's kind of actually a nice little tree too because like I'm doing all my typing with it I'm on my phone like I'm like look at me just flying through whatever it is I need to fly through because I can actually type and I know some of you are thinking to yourself well then why do you have long nails like what can you actually even do with those nails not much but that's okay and stop telling me to go all natural it's not my choice I mean it is my choice but I do a lot of what I do and my husband does a lot of what he does we do for each other there are things he doesn't like to wear. There are things he doesn't like to do, but he knows that I appreciate it and I find it sexy. So he does it. And there are things that like, honestly, if something were to happen, if I were solo, would I have these long, crazy queen nails? Probably not. I don't know. Maybe I would, you know, because my hands are like short and stubby. It looks like I ran into a wall at 100 miles per hour. Fingers first. I just have short, stubby fingers. They're wrinkly. They're 100 years older than the rest of my body. I've always looked like I have Crip Keeper hands. Like the long nails give even myself the illusion that I have longer fingers. And I like that. But can I do much with them? Not really. And that's okay. I can type faster than you can. I promise you. Let's take a test. You can't even believe how fast I can type. But I type with the tips of the fingernails. I've been doing it since I was 18 years old. I got my first set of acrylic nails. Actually, I think I was 19 years old. I got my first set of acrylic nails and I was like, okay, sold. So it's funny to me when people are like, you know, that's really bad for your natural nail. I'm like, who's ever planning on going back to a natural nail? I'm not. <laughs> I don't care. And so the question is, how do I maintain them while, while we're like traveling through Europe, right? Well, I bought these soft gel nails on Amazon and I'll put a link in the show notes. They're soft gel, which means unlike like a normal like press-on nail that you get like at CVS or whatever or a drugstore, these are soft gel. So like if I do like hit them, they bend a little bit. They're a little more forgiving. So they don't pop off as frequently. This set I've had on for five days. They typically, they'll last me a week. They're not like a two-week kind of thing. It's like a week. So what? By then they start falling off and we're at five days and I've already lost one. And so it's just a soft gel. And then I put a little bit of Kiss 
PowerFlex glue that you can get on Amazon or wherever. And then I just put a little drop of it at the base of my nail. And I start at the back edge of the tip and press it down. Now, these soft gels are actually made for people who do like a soft gel nail. Like you've heard me talk about Gel X, et cetera. I just, I'm not doing that whole situation because that takes like hours. And I just, I'm traveling and we're working. So I don't want to spend like two or three hours and also struggle with the language barrier while we're traveling. So I'm just doing these nails myself. And I really like it except when I lose one. And so the key is that I never leave home without this glue because I don't want to be at dinner and lose a nail. And if I I lose it, I will find it like it's my mission, like I'm looking for a child that I've just lost at Disneyland. Hashtag it's happened. (laughs) Like I'm like, find it. Like people think I'm looking for a diamond. And I'm like, no, I'm looking for my nail. That's the only disadvantage. And that sometimes like the back edge will lift up a little bit and then they get stuck in here. That's But you have to be careful and you know, ladies, what I'm talking about, if you've had long nails, you know how to not break them. You know how to do things. They are actually an advantage. There are so many things I can do better when I have nails on. And I know that sounds crazy to someone who's never had nails. I begged Brett, please drop a comment under this episode. If you agree with me that I need to put Brett in long fake nails, like just for an hour and have him try to do anything and let me film it. You know, I've talked him into putting a wig on and pretending he's me. And I know y'all think he's so funny when he does those videos. I deserve all the credit. Do you understand? I write those. I produce them. I edit them. I coach him. Like I give him the lines and I'm like, no, 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 do it again. Do it again. No, say it like me. Say it like me. So anyways, but he's such a good sport for doing them. And he's like, oh, so you're basically you're using me again because you need views. I'm like, well, I guess so. It's true though, man. If I post a video of him, in a wig, it blows up. It's literally like viral gold. And I haven't done one. I don't think I've done one in like a year. And they are really freaking funny. But let's just face it. He's got to be in the right mood. You know how your, your significant other has to be in the right mood in order to have the patience it requires to be your photographer? Well, let me just tell you, it is times 10. And I have to promise favors, if you know what I mean to get him to go in a wig and do a skit. I have to write out the whole thing. Like there's no delay. Like I have to write it out in advance. I need to be ready. She needs to be locked and loaded if I'm going to ask him to do that. I feel like this needs to be a public service announcement. Do you know that nearly 50% of people in the United States have inadequate levels of magnesium? Completely deficient. And it's not just because of our dietary choices. Like you can be eating a very healthy diet that you think has everything you need to produce enough magnesium. But for some people, it's genetic. For some of us, it is the way that we eat and the way that we live and how we exercise. But again, almost 50% of people are deficient in magnesium. And if you are a woman, especially important that you get a quality magnesium supplement because if you don't, I mean, when you're deficient in magnesium, it's associated with osteoporosis, mood swings, nerve malfunctioning, hormone dysregulation. There's so many things that having the right level of magnesium in your body actually helps to alleviate a lot of these symptoms, including a lot of the symptoms of menopause, even hot flashes and night sweats. I know a lot of you have been talking about getting your hormones tested, which I think is a great idea, but why not also consider doing a supplement that you're likely deficient in any ways? It's going to improve all of these areas 
Plus, it can probably help you sleep. And you don't even have to research the best company out there because I already did that for you. What I take is Magnesium Breakthrough. You can get it at magnesiumbreakthrough.com. And when you go to magnesiumbreakthrough.com forward slash Shaleen Offer, you're going to get 10% off. I mean, why not? Use code Shaleen Offer. Don't forget the word offer. And for a limited time, if you buy three bottles, they're actually going to give you an extra gift worth purchase. That's just for lifers. So don't wait. Go check it out. Magnesiumbreakthrough.com forward slash Shaleen offer for a high quality magnesium supplement that includes seven of the essential strains of magnesium that your body needs to function at its highest. All right, back to the show. She needs to be locked and loaded if I'm going to ask him to do that. What has been your favorite adventure so far? Well, hands down, Brett and I both agree that our favorite day thus far, so far, I mean, we, we still have like a month left. Our favorite day so far was the day we took out a boat together, just a little boat, and we went all over the island of Sardinia and to like surrounding islands. And the reason why it was both of our favorite day is because it was just, it was so yummy and we had such a good time together and we were laughing so hard and he was just so relaxed. Brett's personality, he knows this and we all joke about it like as a family, is he is, he's such a worrier. Like he worries about everything. He worries that you're happy. He worries that everyone, like if, if he meets you and he likes you, he will worry about you even when you're not around us. He'll see your stories and he'll worry about you. He will be thinking about you. Like he is such a caretaker. And I know people think that like, it's a little bit of his a shtick, like how he acts like he doesn't care about people or whatever. And he acts like kind of like tough and stuff. But like he is the most thoughtful, kind, caring person I have ever met. And it's crazy to me. Like I always say to mom, I'm like, I wish I could be half as caring as you are. I feel bad. Like I something I'm self-centered. I just don't even think to think about other people as much as he thinks of other people. I can't even tell you how much he's thinking about other people. And I realize like a big piece of that is when we're traveling because he does the travel arrangements. He just does. I like to do the day excursions. So I usually come up with the what we're going to do once we're there. But he figures out the hotel and figures out the rest. He likes to do the restaurants. He does the flights, all of those things. And so all of that, he's always worried like, are you happy? Do you like it? Is this good? You know what I mean? And so I think when I plan an excursion for us, like the boat, then he can just kind of relax because it's not on him. And so once he's relaxed, then he's more playful and he can like make fun of himself. And he lets me like joke around with him and stuff. Not like he doesn't let me joke around, but you know what I'm saying? Like he's just more lighthearted. And so that day we were just having the best time. I love like trying to get under his skin when I know he's in a good mood and just seeing how far I can push him, like a brother and sister antagonist kind of relationship where it just makes me laugh. And I love to do this with everybody. Like I am such a prankster, although I don't like when people prank me. Hypocrite much, maybe. And I just kept like pushing him in the water and pushing him in the water and pushing him in the water and teasing him and teasing him and teasing him just to see like how mad I could get him. And I kept waiting for him to throw me in the water and he didn't, but I was prepared. And y'all were like, he needs to come back and get you heart. And so when we took a boat ride with our kids, that, that would be my second favorite thing. And you know, when I think about some of the favorite things we did when we were in Miami, we took a, a boat out with our friends, the Valentines. And those three excursions have been my favorite things to do in Italy, France, and Miami. 
was just renting a boat for the day. Which leads me to my next question. How much can you expect to spend on a boat? It really depends on so many things. The size of the boat, where you are, how many people you have on the boat, how long you're going to have the boat. But if you're just going to take a boat out for like four hours, I don't know, 1500 2000 I think, depending on where you're, you're at. I think if you're smart and you do a little bit of Googling and research, I think you could probably find it pretty affordably. I think the boat that we took out for the, yeah, actually the day that we went out in Italy and think about it, this is like a super duper expensive resort. Like it was crazy expensive. We paid for it with our points, our American Express points, but it was crazy, ridiculously expensive, almost everything there. Like I, you already saw those videos, I'm sure. But that boat that we took out, which was through the hotel, you know, so I wasn't like shopping around or anything. I just wanted to be super convenient. I think it was just under $2,000 not bad. And we had our beverages and fruit and it was just wonderful. And we got to choose what we wanted to do. He said, you know, do you want to go fast? Do you want to go all over? Do you want to cruise slow? Do you want to stop and snorkel? Like it was our boat for the day and he was the captain. And that's very much how it worked with the captain that we used here in Nice. He was fantastic. In fact, I'm going to put the captain's contact information that we use for the boat here in Nice because Stefan was amazing. And it was just so fun to have the kids out on that boat. And everything turns into like a competition and a comedy show when we're all together. We just all get along so well. We like the same kind of music. We have the same kind of humor. Roman and Brock are like the king of dad jokes. We all ha- join in and like to tease Brett. God bless Brett. Just use hashtag God bless Brett if you're like team Brett. But he's so fun and so easy to make fun of. And then Brock and Sierra did a little competition to see who could do a better job of making fun of Brett's dive because <laughs> Brett is the cockiest MF you've ever met. And my kids think it's hysterical. And that's why my kids are probably so confident too. But that's kind of a running joke with all of us too, is how how confident Brett is. Like he is the best at everything and he, he really kind of is. But he also thinks he's the best at everything, including his dive. And his dive was like just okay. But he thought it was so good until he watched it on, on video. And then he was pissed at me because he's like, why'd you show everybody that video in slow motion? I look disgusting when we were in Italy. And so we let him redeem himself when we were on the boat in Nice. And it was like he literally practiced his dive. But he still like whips his legs up. And the kids could not stop laughing. God bless him. All right. So and if you're just listening, you can still just hear the laughter. And I hope that you enjoy that. <laughs> Okay, playtime's over. Come on, do it. Come on up. Oh, it's over. I won't do it again. (laughs) I swear to God. (laughs) Do you understand how bad this is going to be for you? (laughs) No. Do you want it to be bad for me? Because I have my phone in my hand. No, but it's going to come back. (laughs) This is all going to come back to haunt you. Favorite protein bar when traveling. Well, that's interesting. Well, actually, we packed protein bars when we went to Miami, just in case we couldn't find what we liked. I try not to do protein bars. I really try not to do any type of processed protein. I try to get protein from my food. But let's face it, there are days where you're just like, when we're on the boat, like, what are we going to do for food? I mean, we could pack food, but it's just there are days when it's just convenient. And we have found some protein bars here in Nice, for that exactly that reason, but they're delicious. 
And they're all in French. So I really don't even know what the breakdown is. They just, they taste too good to be true, like a Snickers bar. So if we were doing a shorter trip, which I'm sure a lot of people are considering, just bring what you want from home. You know what I'm saying? Because we were gone for so long. We're gone for like two months. So that's like 60 days worth of stuff to bring. In fact, I had to bring like, I've been using my attache bag. I've got like this one little section where I keep my contact lenses. And I think of that little section as kind of like an advent calendar. Like at first it was like, there's so many contact lenses here. Like when am I ever going to run out? But now I'm seeing that pile of contact lenses dwindling down. By the way, I only wear contact lenses in one eye for close up because I got sick of wearing readers. And it's something you could do, ladies and gentlemen, because, you know, once you hit like 45, I think doesn't like everyone gets readers. And so I have astigmatism. I've got okay distance vision. So I wear just one contact because I can't stand wearing glasses. They're just a pain in the butt. They're a pain in the butt when you're exercising. It's a pain in the butt to like kind of pull them out and feel like an old lady. And I have them here because, you know, sometimes I don't have my contacts in and you just feel like, like an old lady. You know what I mean? And some of y'all look really cute in your glasses, but I just like if I'm wearing headphones and glasses, that's a whole thing. And then going to the gym and like pulling on my glasses to see like what my playlist is. Like I just, I couldn't do it. So it took me about, I'd say two weeks, honestly, to really get used to just having one contact in because your eye eventually, it's weird. It starts to just use the eye that's got the contact in for reading up close and like use the other eye for looking in the distance. Try it. It's amazing. I freaking love it. I recommend it to everybody. And some people are like, I can't put anything in my eye. I know I was the same. My eyes are super duper sensitive. And I found a contact lens. It feels like absolutely nothing is in there. I just wear it daily and I throw it away and it's fantastic. All right. The next question is, do you get a discount on these hotels or the restaurants or places that we stay because we post them up? No, we don't. Maybe we could. I don't know. But I would feel so dumb and so embarrassed if I was like, hi, uh, yes, I'm an influencer and uh, I don't know if you know this, but I have 700,000, 800,000 followers. I was wondering, can I get a discount? And it, what if they were like, uh, no, like it would be so embarrassing. It's not worth it for me. Somebody else wants to do it. That's awesome. I've also heard so many horror stories of just like douchey influencers doing that. And I just, I don't know. I want to keep it moving. Keep it moving. And I recommend all the places that we enjoy and that we go. I don't tag the places where it's like, well, that wasn't good because I'm not recommending it. I don't want somebody to think like if we're tagging it, they should go there. But if it's a place that it was good, I'm going to tag it because that's why people follow me. That's why I follow other people. Half of the places that we find is because I somebody else who probably wasn't an influencer tagged the place, right? And I'm like, well, thank you because that's who I find out about like a lot of these things. I've been using the same contour palette, which I talked about in my last Get Ready With Me video for I think like 12 years. I'm sure it's fully expired and I'm sure I'm probably going to get some kind of skin rash at some point. But for right now, I'm still alive and she's looking contoured. I've also been using this and this is, you know, I don't care how you feel about the Kardashians or Kylie Jenner, but I'll tell you what, this palette, it's the Kylie Jenner pressed powder palette. I don't even know if it has a name, but the colors in this are everything I could ever want. I love it so much. And I did buy it twice. I don't know which one this is. But anyways, yeah, I would not ever 
ask for a discount because we have X number of followers. So no, we never do that. And even when we have done it, I've never got something like special because of it. Like, you know, I tag every hotel, I tag every restaurant. Sometimes after the fact, people will, will like, they'll send me a DM and be like, oh my God, thank you so much. Like we got so much business, but they never, you know, and I would never expect somebody to be like, oh, and here's a gift or whatever. So no, we don't, we don't. And I will, like I said, put together a list of like all of the, the places that we have traveled, et cetera. I just don't know. That's going to be a lot of work. It's going to be a ton of work. So I kind of feel like that belongs on Patreon. I'm sorry. It's a ton of work. It's going to take a ton of time. It's going to take a lot of staff. And yeah, moving on. Every single day, I'm flattered that somebody asked me about my skincare. And I have to admit, I was horrible about taking care of my skin until basically in my 40s. Do not wait. It makes a huge difference. And it is so important that you think about what is in your products before you put them on your skin. You want to look for products that are non-GMO, that are toxic-free, free of preservatives, free of synthetic additives and pesticides and chemical fertilizations, like a lot of these things plus dyes and parabens and other horrible ingredients are in a lot of your skincare products. So I encourage you to find a skincare product that is clean and truly organic. I use Purity Woods. It's something I discovered just before we started traveling. I use two of their products daily. I use their age-defying day cream and I use their night cream. And don't forget to use it on your neck and your chest. Don't just stop at your face, ladies. This is a skincare line formulated by chemists at the top of their field. This is a product that helps to support the production of collagen. It also does so without disrupting your hormones or drying out your skin or creating any irritations. So turn back time on the appearance of your skin with Purity Woods Age Defying Dream Cream. I'm going to spell it for you. P-U-R-I-T-Y. W-O-O-D-S dot com forward slash Shaleen. Enter code Shaleen. Again, it's puritywoods.com forward slash Shaleen. You get 10% off when you use that code and the link to it is always in our show notes. It's a ton of work. It's going to take a ton of time. It's going to take a lot of staff. And yeah, moving on. Is Brett still treating his neuropathy? And if so, is he doing it while you're traveling? Okay, so Brett developed neuropathy for no reason two years ago, just crazy. And for about a year and a half, he did everything in his power to fix it. He went to every expert. He read every article. You name it. If you suggested it, he's tried it. And when I say, like, don't even bother, I really, truly mean that. Like, he has gone to experts in different states. He's gone everywhere except for the Mayo Clinic. And at a certain point, then we read a book, oh, Dr. Sarno, about like how often our ailments are part of an emotion that's like been unprocessed, like anger. And part of the book was like to just accept it and to stop focusing on it and making it like part of your identity, whether it's back pain or joint pain or neuropathy, immune problems, things of that nature. And Brett read that book and was like, I'm done. And he's the most black and white person you've ever met. So he was like, I'm done talking about it. I'm done focusing on it. I'm done treating it. It is what it is. It's been a year and a half. I've not gotten even a little bit better. Well, when it first happened, it was really bad. But then after about two months, it just since that time, it's not gotten better at all. It's exactly the same. Once he decided to stop focusing on it, I have to tell you, like as the significant other, 
I was so happy because it was really like every single conversation we were having was about that. His entire day, it felt like, not his entire day, but like a big, huge chunk of his time and his money was devoted to trying to like go to, you know, specialists after specialists after specialists and doing all these different treatments. And I felt like it was consuming both of our lives. And so when he finally made that decision, I was like, hallelujah. And if I'm being honest, he seems so much happier now because it's not a primary focus, thankfully. I guess to answer that question, no, he's not doing anything for his neuropathy here or while we're traveling, but I can tell very annoying for him. And I, I want to acknowledge it. It's not like I don't want him to talk about it. It's just, I'm, I'm just happy that it's not his sole focus. And there are times where like, I'll see him like kind of like stumble a little bit because he doesn't have feeling on the bottom of his feet. And considering how coordinated he is and what an athlete he is, I know that really bothers him. And so when he does something like that, I'll look at him, I'm like, your your feet, the neuropathy. And he's like, yeah, yeah, it's just frustrating. You know, so I do highly recommend that book by Dr. Sarno. Will he continue to find a remedy when we're back in the States? I don't know. And I'm going to let that be his choice. It's been a really frustrating, frustrating journey. And so for any of you who have unexplained neuropathy, I can really empathize with you. And, and, and not from personal experience, but just I can only imagine how incredibly hard it is to have something that you, you just don't know what it is, what caused it, how to fix it, how to make it get better. It's very frustrating for him. Someone asked me, how do I unpack and organize my hotel room so quickly? Well, first of all, it's something I love doing. Right now, our bed isn't made and the room, if I'm looking around, is kind of messy and I hate that. Like it drives my ADHD crazy. I can't make good decisions. I can't focus. I need all the things put away. And by the way, when I say all the things, all the clutter, all the clutter is always mine. It's never Brett. He is so neat and organized. I don't even know how it happened that we met each other, but I guess opposites do attract. And I am the messy one. It's me. Hi. What's that song? Hi. Is it hi? I'm the problem. It's me. It's me. Hi. I'm the problem. It's me. Yeah, it's that one. That's the reason why I can organize so fast. And the other reason why I do it so fast is because I've done it a million times. So I just, I kind of know what it is I want to do. If you want to see the tools and the things that I use to organize a room and like to actually see it visually, I would highly recommend that you go to my Instagram stories. I did a little highlight there. You know how you have little highlights underneath your stories? Well, one of them I think I titled travel and that's where you'll see. I actually recorded how I organize the room here in France. Oh, actually in the room in Italy too. Every room's a little different, right? So you've got to be creative. You have to know how to do these things. And it's really important because it makes, for me, it makes travel feel much more normal because I think it's really hard, even though for a lot of people travel is vacation and it's supposed to be like very peaceful and relaxing, etc. If you're not following your routine, it can also be stressful. And so by the organization of a room makes me feel much calmer and more routine. Someone asks, do you Google to figure out which places you're going to, which restaurants you're going to go to and figure out, you know what we do? I typically will go to TikTok and I'll watch a bunch of TikToks and I'll use like hashtag Nice or hashtag Sardinia and I'll watch a bunch of them. And if the same places show up over and over and over again, okay, then I know that's going to be like a super popular touristy type attraction. And so then I'll go on Google and I'll read reviews there. I won't just go based off the TikTok because sometimes places that are like everyone says to go to, 
everyone's saying to go there because one person said to go there and then everyone just goes there and they don't go to other places. I love going to, you know, to check those out, but I always go to Google first. I always go to the Googles because a lot of these countries don't use Yelp and I'll read reviews and people will say like, don't even bother. It's beautiful, but the food sucks. It's just a tourist trap, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, all right, cool. Then we're not going there. And I love looking for, like I said, like locals, where the locals are going. And that's just getting on a rabbit hole on TikTok typically, and then just following up on Google. But then every hotel that we've stayed at has had an amazing concierge. The concierge at hotels is such an underutilized feature. Use the concierge. Their job is to make sure that your experience while staying in their hotel is exceptional. And so they often have relationships with hard to get into restaurants where they can get you a reservations where you on your own could not. Use the concierge. Check in the second you get to that hotel or even before you get there, like a week before you get there, call the concierge, say, we're going to be guests on such and such dates. Are there any restaurants? Here's what we're into. Here's what our vibe is. And they will hook you up. That is the best tip that I can give you. All right. Someone asked, do you wish that you had taken European vacations when your kids were little? I don't know. It's hard to live with regret. I don't have any. Our vacations when they were little were to see family in Michigan. I think they've got so many incredible memories from that that also made it easier. I think some people were meant to, and I know you're going to know what I'm talking about. Some people were meant to have like five kids, 10 kids, if you're the Duggars, 20 kids. Some people, like it's one kid. Some people, it's no kids. Like whatever it is, it's up to you. There's no right or wrong. You know what you want for your life. You know what kind of chaos you can handle or not. For Brett and I, I just felt like two was perfect for us. And apparently God thought that was perfect for us too. And I just think that some people are much better equipped at managing a bunch of kids. For us, when we took vacations, we usually, and we were in a different season, like we didn't have the kind of resources we have today, but we often would travel to a place where my parents were going to be or Brett's parents were going to be with us. And that was really helpful. We only had two kids. I don't know how y'all do it. We've got like five kids. And we didn't use, like we didn't have nannies or help in that regard. And, you know, no shame or shade if you do, that's great. However, I will say this. I don't think it's responsible for especially influencers who are like lifestyle influencers and have a couple of kids and show like how perfect their house is and like how everything's so organized, blah, blah, blah. And they're like lifestyle influencers and they're not sharing the biggest piece, which is that they have help, that they have a nanny or that they have a housekeeper or that they have their mother-in-law living there. Like that I think is so irresponsible because you make other women feel like they should be able to, you know, have a whole family dressed in beige and perfectly organized and they're just a loser if they can't. Like, I just think that's so irresponsible. Just show it. We always did. I was always, always, always transparent about the fact that we didn't have a nanny. We didn't have uh, babysitters. But what we did have is my parents would help when they were in town and Brett's parents would help. They lived a couple of miles away. And we had a full-time housekeeper eventually who cleaned the house, picked up the dog poop, did the laundry, did all the domestic goddess things because I am domestically dysfunctional. (laughs) And that gave me a lot of extra time to be able to spend time with our kids. And, And so I'm not saying like anything's right or wrong. I just think that people should be more transparent about what's going on. So I don't 
think it would have made sense for us to travel with our kids when they were younger. I don't know if it would have been that fun. I think Brett was in a different state of mind then. Like, well, first of all, the resources that we have today aren't there. I think some people do, and I think it's awesome. I think it's amazing, but I, I don't regret the way that we did things. Do we ever get homesick now? We don't. Like Brett was saying this morning, he goes, there's no part of California that I miss right now, except like seeing our you know family that's there. Of course, our kids are here with us right now, and it, that's been remarkable. But yeah, no, I, I don't miss home. I miss seeing my girlfriends. I miss seeing Michaela. I miss seeing Monica. I miss seeing Kenya. I miss seeing Warren and, and like friends that are back in the States and Abriel. And I know I'm like, now I need to go through like my whole list of friends because I'm forgetting people. But you know what I'm saying? Like I, I miss friends. I miss seeing Debbie. I miss seeing Bob. I miss seeing Monkey right now is staying with my mother-in-law. And it's so cute. She just sent me a selfie picture of her and Monkey. It's hysterical. And they're just both living their best lives. I've been asked which travel items I use, like for packing cubes, suitcases, organization, stuff like that. And again, I'll put that all on my story highlights. Someone also asked, how how do we pack supplements? Like that was really hard. Like we had to kind of decide like, okay, what do we really, really need? And what can we live without? Because that stuff gets freaking heavy, especially when, again, and this might not be typical, but considering as long as we're traveling, that that's a lot that like taking 60 days worth of supplements like that's a lot so we really did prioritize it like I brought my magnesium I brought all of my uh, what do you call it hormone replacement therapies and I know y'all are going to ask which ones which ones I don't know why you ask which ones because that shouldn't matter because everyone's different and that's the only reason why I don't often answer that question it's not like that I feel like that's something I don't want to share it's just I don't want anyone to go like oh I should take that because you take that because I'm taking it based on my hormone levels, which I get tested regularly, and you should have yours tested regularly. And if you're not having any negative symptoms, you don't need to test. So that's a great point that Dr. Kelly Casperson made recently when she was on my show talking about hormone replacement therapies. If you don't have any negative symptoms or side effects, like don't even waste any money or time testing because there's nothing to fix. I think, you know, if you're experiencing side effects like You've got low libido, dry skin, losing hair excessively. Like, you know, all these things happen as we age. Everyone gets thinner hair as they age. Everyone gets drier skin as they age. Everybody has blah, 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 blah. Like things just don't work as well as we age. But if it's like a problem for you, then yeah, get it tested. And so, you know, I pack all of those things. It takes up a lot of space. So when it came to our supplements, we really tried to decide what do we really need? This person asked me, how do you have so much energy? I say this all the time, energy begets energy. I personally believe energy starts with mindset. We all know people who always seem like they're tired and are always complaining about being tired. If you have ever decided to call in sick to work, you know what I'm talking about, or you've decided that you're sick, you know that you immediately feel more tired, even if you're not. Like Your mind has such incredible control over your body. So if you tell yourself, I am high energy and I feel great, you will. If you're like, I think I'm starting to get something or I'm feeling run down, you will. Energy begets energy. And that also means that if you're feeling low on energy, go move your body. Exercise makes you a more energetic person. Having the right balance of hormones makes you a more energetic person. Making sure you're getting the right supplements. Again, you should be getting this stuff from your food, your nutrients, but most people don't. So that's why... I do take supplements because I can tell sometimes when my energy is a little bit lower because I don't have the right vitamins and minerals in my body. Like our bodies 
they're amazing and they will do for you things that you couldn't possibly imagine. And, and you don't have to be perfect about these things, but man, things when you have the right amount of nutrients and the right essential vitamins and minerals, then you can perform at optimal levels. So all of the basics like vitamin D, vitamin C, vitamin B, vitamin K, magnesium, melatonin, like these are things that your body should be producing naturally. But if you don't, then you should consider a high quality supplement. Also, no one asked me about this on this particular Q&A, but I, I just want to say it here because I, I talked about it on Instagram. And that is do not buy your supplements on Amazon. Don't buy your makeup on Amazon and don't buy your supplements on Amazon. Because although they're better at cracking down on counterfeits, there have been so many outrageous things like claims from people who you think you're ordering directly from the company. Because these counterfeiters, they can basically clone their sites and you would swear that you're ordering directly from the company and you're not. So you got to be careful. That's all that I'm saying. If you're going to order on Amazon, I've ordered so many things and I get messages from people all the time. They're like, oh my God, nightmare. I thought I was getting such and such. Then I went and had my blood levels tested. And sure enough, what I was taking, it had to have been counterfeit because I was still deficient. And then when I got the stuff directly from my doctor or directly from the company's website, then I was suddenly all of my levels were normal again. So many stories of people buying makeup that they thought was a, from that company and it's total counterfeit loaded with crappy ingredients that are toxic and cancerous. So you know your girl loves Amazon, but even when it's inconvenient, I do not order my supplements or any of my makeup on Amazon because I'm not going to take that chance. I did one time order a brow gel, the brow gel that I always use, right? I ordered it on Amazon and I started using it. And I'm like, this is weird. I knew it was different. I'm like, maybe they changed their formulation. And then like literally like my eyebrow hairs like falling off like pieces of broken glass. I swear it it had to have been a mixture of like super glue, hairspray and Elmer's glue, whatever this counterfeit was of the normal glue gel that I was using. I'm like, okay, never again. That was my fault. Who makes all of our dinner reservations? It depends. If it's a restaurant that we know we're going to have a difficult time getting into, we always use the concierge because the concierge often have relationships again with these restaurants. And so like they might get a kickback. I don't know. But either way, we've gotten the most amazing seats and better treatment because we've gone through the concierge. What about all your mail when you're traveling? Well, we have a P.O. box and it's in California and I have an assistant that goes to it every couple of days. And you can also have almost every city or wherever you live, you can get a P.O. box where you are notified electronically and they will actually scan your mail so you can actually see what has arrived to you. But yeah, you know, it's a thing. Luckily, I've got a great relationship with, I shouldn't even call her my assistant. I, she used to be my assistant, Kristen, who's now our podcast manager and our YouTube manager. Shout out to Kristen. We all love Kristen. We love Kristen. But Kristen is like a sister to me too. We've worked together for, I don't know, like 15 years or more. And she's like family. So she knows where all the bodies are buried, like, you know, has access to my life. Kristen, if you ever want to blackmail me, I mean, just name your price. She knows where all the bodies are buried. She knows like all the things. So I can trust her with my life. My comfiest, most stylish walking shoes. So that's the question. But I assume you're asking about a flat and your girl doesn't wear flats. My foot doesn't go flat. My foot is perpetually in the position of a Barbie foot. Like literally, it's even when I'm barefoot, I'm, I walk on the balls of my feet, on my tippy toes. 
So for me, the most comfy, amazing shoe, but it's heavy, is this Melissa Wedge or whatever you want to call this. It's, it's like a mule, but it's heavy, but it's rubber. It can't get dirty. It goes on cobblestone. I mean, this is a four-wheel drive shoe. You can wear it on the beach. You can wear it in the water. Like, this is an amazing shoe. And I also like that it's like kind of nude colored. So it kind of blends with my skin tone. So that means it goes with everything. It's super duper crazy comfortable. They still make this shoe. I didn't get the pink one. I think it's actually called nude or pale. I'm not even sure. But it's an incredibly comfortable shoe. But here's what I will say. Traveling through Europe, they don't sell stilettos like every shoe every high heel in america there's like stilettos stilettos are like you know a very uncomfortable heel here every single store massive amounts of what i would call a sensible heel like not super high a thicker heel like a wider wedge or like a thicker heel because you just can't wear stilettos here unless someone's like hand delivering you to your seat like if you have to walk on any sidewalk or street even for a second you're going down did we like monaco uh it's not really my vibe. If I'm being honest, you don't need to go to Monaco. If you've seen all the videos, it's my opinion. It is the richest nation in the world. I don't know which of these stats is correct. I read somewhere that 30% of the residents are millionaires. And then I read another stat that said 70% of the residents are millionaires. I don't know which is true, but let's just say they're all well. It's the wealthiest nation in the world. So it's just massive, massive wealth. It's like beautiful cars, beautiful women, huge giant yachts and boats. And then there's like a bunch of tourists, like me and my family walk around going like, <laughs> like, you know, we look like tourists, like we don't know where to go. There isn't that much to see. I would just stay put in whatever country. And I don't think you need to go to Monaco. And if you are going to go to Monaco, I would go for a couple of hours and I would have an agenda because this is the second time in a row that we went to Monaco and we didn't have an agenda. And I felt like even though we were there for six hours, we were there four hours too long. Just my opinion. This person asked, how do you plan your itinerary? We plan it as we feel it. I, this is not for everyone, but for Brett and I, we have decided this time. Last year, we had everything planned in advance. And that was a bummer, I think, because we ended up seeing two weeks in Mykonos. And after spending three nights in Mykonos, I'm like, okay, I'm done. And we both realized like that was kind of a mistake. And a lot of these hotels are, you know, if you book them in advance, they're non-refundable or only a portion of it's refundable. So this year we decided, let's just book our hotels like maybe five days at a time. And then that way, if we want to extend it, we can. And if, however, we're staying there and we're like, oh, wow, now we should go to blah, blah, blah. We can just really do this organically. And that's what we've done. So we went to Nice and then we went to Italy. And then once the kids said that they could come, we, we found the flights that were less expensive and easier and more convenient for everyone to fly back to Nice. So we're like, cool, because we don't have a set schedule. We can fly back to Nice. We love it anyways. And now we can kind of like show them around. That was amazing. And now after Nice, we're going to Spain. We were thinking that we we're going to go to Greece, but now we're like, let's go to Ibiza. So now we're going to go to Spain. We're going to go to Ibiza. And again, we've just booked a couple of days there in case we're like, this is not our vibe. And we could go to one of the other, like, I don't know, other islands. After Ibiza, the plan is that we're going to go to Paros, Greece. But right now it's a loose plan. We haven't booked anything yet. So the downside of not booking anything is that you could end up high and dry. Like you might have a difficult time finding a place. And you're not going to get as many of the best places because we're traveling during a very busy touristy time. So that's the downside of things, but that's okay. For me, I would rather 
make that trade-off? Because I'm always like, Brett, worst case scenario, we stay in a place that's just okay. And by a place, I mean like an Airbnb or a hotel, but in a city that we're really excited about. I would rather do that than be in a hotel that we're really excited about, but a city that's not that great. Do you know what I mean? So for me personally, I like doing it this way. We're both like, we keep saying like, this was such a good idea to do it this way. Like we can change our mind on a whim and we're gone for such a long extended period of time that if something were to go wrong with like my parents' health or his parents' health or our kids, we could get home quickly and and not feel like we, you know, we're losing out on all this travel. So is it a privilege to be able to be in this position? Yes. But as I have said, it's one that I feel like we've earned. You know, we've worked really hard and we're still working. The next question I want to answer is how do we stay focused and continue working while we're in these, they feel like vacation spots, even though we're technically not on vacation. It's a hybrid and we consider ourselves wander workers, working wanderlust. I don't know what you want to call it, but the way that we do that is I kind of look at the days that we're in certain locations and I make sure one of those full days is work. So, you know, sometimes we're in a beautiful location. I won't do the first like three days heavy workload. I'll try to do really light workload so we can figure out where we are and get the lay of the land and then plan some exciting excursions. But then in the middle of it, let's say if we're staying, for example, in Italy for five days, in the middle of it, one full day will be like a 12-hour workday. And then the rest of the time, I will typically work first thing in the morning just so I can catch up on what my staff was doing the night before. And I might work for like two or three hours in the morning. And then the rest of the day is ours. And then we'll work when we come back into the room that night, later that night. So it's just a matter of, you know, still putting in, I I would say most days, me personally, not every day, but most days I'm still putting in like at least five, six hours of work. You know, if I consider social media, right? Which that's part of my job. Podcasting, part of my job. And then once a week, I'll do like a 10 hour day. True. And then a couple of days I'll do like maybe an hour. Right. Like, so yesterday, what we went, flew to Monaco with the kids. The day that we were out on the boat with the kids, those two days, I probably worked, you know, maybe a maximum of two hours. And some of that work can be done even while you're like out on a boat. On Like, everyone's, you're lounging, you're just laying there, you know, and we've already had like great conversations. It's not like we're all on our phones, but there's times where you're like, okay, everyone's just relaxing and listening to the music. And, and maybe people are scrolling on their phones. That's just what people do. It's just what people, it's just, it is what it is. And so while other people, you know, are scrolling, I think because almost everyone in my family works virtually, you know, Brock and Taylor's business is virtual, Sierra's business is virtual, Brett and I, our business is virtual. We all can work on our phones for like an hour, but it's it's not such a bad thing to be working on your phone from the back of a beautiful boat in the middle of the French Riviera. Are you able to fill your ADHD medications abroad? I don't know, and I wasn't going to take that chance. I've mentioned this many times before. I do take Adderall. It's not for everybody. It's not for even all types of ADHD. For me, I take a very low, slow release milligram in addition to the supplements that I take that help my cognition. And I really feel really sorry for anyone who's struggling to get that medication. It makes a big difference for you because the world makes so much more sense when I'm on it and things get slower, things get quieter, things get more clear. I don't have 50,000 ideas like rushing in my head fast when I'm taking my medication. And so I I want that feeling when I'm on vacation. So I was fortunate enough to get a 90-day prescription before we left, thankfully, 
because I, I don't, I have no idea what I would do. I don't know if I would be able to f- fill it abroad. Somebody maybe can answer that question for me. That would be great because I'm sure other people would, would love to know that. Is it difficult to pack when you are a high maintenance girl and you have all the things you need to bring? Yeah, it is because I don't hold back. Like I bring all my makeup. I bring all the self tanners. I bring extra hair extensions. Like this is a phony pony that I put on top of my own ponytail. And I just, if you're watching on YouTube or if you haven't been at this point, you might want to because I'm going to show you how I do my phony pony braid. So I put a phony pony around my natural ponytail because my hair is short. So when I pull up into a ponytail, I, I've got just like a little fluff of hair. So then I, I buy a phony pony off of Amazon. It's on my Amazon favorites list. And then I just wrap it around and I make a cute bun with it. And this is the easiest, fastest way to get ready. But I'm telling you, all these things of my big suitcase. So I bring two suitcases and that drives Brett crazy. But I'm like, dude, it's my job to be cute. And you can either travel with an all natural girl and a small one suitcase, or you can travel with your high maintenance cute wife. And it's your choice. He chose the latter. But so I have one suitcase that's just all of my equipment, like my podcasting equipment. And that's like a whole suitcase. So it's like my lights, my microphone, my laptop stand. I've got two lights. I've got cords and, you know, just equipment. And then the beauty equipment and all my supplements. My thing is like, who cares? Like, who cares if we have to spend extra money on an extra bag? Who cares? If you can afford to do it, you can't die with it. Now, listen, I know some people can't afford that extra expense. Okay, fine. Well, then then you're going to have to figure out what you need to travel with. But I do really try to think it through and go like, okay, what do I really need? And what do I really, when I say really need, like it's really going to make life easier for me and I'm going to be happier. Do I need any of these things? No. Do I need a bag full of phony hair? No. But do I have more fun with it? Yes. And that's what life's about. Let this be your sign. Listen, take the trip, plan the vacation. You can make more money, but nothing is more important than making memories. And you can't make more time. You can't invent more time. You will never, ever regret a penny spent on experiences. We sure haven't. I mean, it has probably been one of the things I am most grateful for. And that is the relationship that we have with our kids, that they are adults and they want to spend time with us. You know, there's this like meme floating around that you only have 18 summers left. Like, remember when your child's one years old, you only have 18 summers left. Maybe that's true for some people, but I'm here to tell you, like, if you really foster a great relationship with your kids, let them be who they want to be. Don't try to control them. Let them be independent. Let them make decisions. Let them make mistakes. Let them be the humans they were meant to be and just enjoy them, support them, cherish them, encourage them, praise them, but just let them be who they were meant to be. Those kids are going to want to be with you for more than 18 summers. You know, here we are with our adult kids and their adult spouses spending time in a foreign country. And I'm so grateful. I don't regret anything that we've done. I feel so blessed to have this opportunity. I also feel very blessed that you would hang out here with me. So thanks for getting ready with me. I love you. I mean it. And I'll talk to you soon.